advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I, I am Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, no, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. You're listening to Animal in the Morning with your drive time updates. The weather's looking beautiful outside. That was a gift. I'll oh, use it once. That's, the only time you're ready That's a lie. You're a liar. <laughs> this is a and gift. A thief. No, this was a. I think it was David King's shirt. Why would you do that, David? Yeah. Uh, for this exact reason. Yeah, he oh said he, he won. We lost. I said I would use it, but I won't do it all the time because Dave's getting fucking pissed. Just so. did it. He said I won't do it again, and he just fucking did it. That was it. That was, that. That was the last of it. That was it. Anybody Retires. Retired. Dave. David wins. Yeah. And Dave loses. <laughs> Fuck. How you guys doing? We haven't recorded in a while. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's been a while. I said some I jokes. This, I had this bullet in a while. They weren't, they weren't on the, we didn't record them. No, they were good jokes. Yeah. I forgot One what it them. was already. I know we laughed. Oh no, what I laughed was you smelling that fucking whiskey. Oh yeah. Dave did like a cartoon double take on that whiskey for yeah. good reason though, because I think that we might, we might be disappointed. We'll yeah, see what we happens might. here. Matt D. Adams. It smells good. We might as well get right to it. So it's Matt D. Adams. No, I saw good. Uh, Traverse City Whiskey Company. I've been to Traverse City, Michigan um, before. And this is, uh, and they're famous for their cherries. And this is a uh, makes sense whiskey, then. but it's a. Uh, I smelled it and was like, "Holy shit, that's a lot of cherry." It does smell like. Cherries. But then when we, the it bottle was- came back around to me, it says that it's bourbon whiskey infused with Traverse City uh, cherries and natural flavors, that's, which is babies. That sounds sketchy. Yeah, so, natural yeah. flavors is babies. It's always babies. So Traverse City is known for its cherries, but this is. I think this is going to be a sweet. Uh, Licory. I hope not. Goober. That's that's good. That's not bad. It is. It is a little a touch on the sweet side. It's weird for me. I I don't know. It's smooth. It's not sweet like I was afraid of. But no, it's not. It's not like I'll be honest. um, I'm not a huge fan of fucking cherries though. uh, I think that's part of my problem. Like cherry Pepsi is not your favorite drink. It doesn't taste like cherries. Tastes like cherry Pepsi. This tastes like maraschino fucking like cherries. Like you're eating. <laughs> no, this tastes like you're eating like bar cherries. You know what I mean? Like fucking real on cherry with a stem kind of thing. No, like, it kind of Like the does. thing that comes on your slushy or, you know, like you get on a no, Sunday. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. It has a hint of cherry. You're right, though. I do love cherry um, Pepsi, but I don't know. There's also like grape bu- bubble gum. That doesn't taste like grapes at fucking all. Grape popsicles don't taste like <clears throat> grapes. And it's grape. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think cherry Pepsi falls into that category where it's like. It tastes like cherry Pepsi. Doesn't no, taste like it tastes cherries. like wild cherry, wild cherries. Like it's infused. Okay, I figured out what it is. I actually like cherries, like fresh cherries. Uh-huh. I don't like the jarred fucking cherries. Like whatever. That, yeah, Those whatever are fake happens. Cherries. Yeah, what's happening to that? Those aren't real. 
Those aren't real cherries. No, they're I fake. think they're just no, they're real. In, they're floated in simple syrup, so I think they absorb. Yeah, they absorb. That's they real. Those are real though. They have a stem yeah. on them and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're real cherries. They're fake. <laughs> they're posers. They're it's not real smooth. Cherries. It's not. Very o- smooth. It's not overwhelming. It's just. It's not. Odd. It's sweet in a different way. Like it's mm-hmm. not like sweet, sweet like a syrupy sweet. It's a, it has a in, sweetness. To if you were it. into making cocktails. I think you could do some good. I think stuff you can make it. a really good mixed drink yeah. with this. Like, um, not really sure what off the top of my head, but I, I really feel like you can make something like that somebody really likes, like something like a be, Prince Albert or something. I think it would actually be good just wash club an apple. soda. Club soda, yeah. <clears throat> to cut the sweetness a little bit. Yeah, and maybe some like um, one more try here. It's a little bit some. Um, oh man, what what's that? What's the red shit? The um, yeah, I just don't like it. What's the red syrup stuff that you put in drinks? Um, starts with a G. Grenadine. 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 Yeah, some grenadine. And maybe I, that's what's in the. Maybe that's what the cocktail cherries are. Yeah, it's like loaded that. in grenadine. It's kind of a spicy thing, almost like the fucking how the hot, weird ass Reaper I, whiskey gave me a little yeah, spice too. Really? I didn't get yeah. that at all. Maybe I'm allergic to cherries. I'd like to try just their regular whiskey because you can taste right. like a decent whiskey, you know, in the background there. It's like not. It almost doesn't taste like. It doesn't hit like a whiskey at all. Mm-mm. Like it's very, it's, it's not very, terrible. Um, I just no. like, I wouldn't buy a bottle of that and sit and drink it. That's for sure. Some, some people, would, some I people would really a, like it. It's I really think good. As far as any flavored whiskey that we have on the whiskey, this is definitely I'll the give best. you that. That is the that no, is it's, number it's one. It's because it's, it's infused, like it has that hint of cherry, but it's not, I mean, it's not harsh. It's very, very smooth. Mm-hmm. Really, really smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, still has a whiskey flavor to it um, on the back end. Um, and I was worried because I poured myself a pretty decent pour, but it's not very strong because no, of the it's extra not strong. stuff. They, it's not I mean, alcohol. Oh, it's only 35%. Yeah. Oh, well, 40% is not 35. It's kind of getting into the proof. Malibu territory. Yeah. 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 Mm. No, it's not bad. Thank you, Matthew D. Adams. At least uh, Traverse City was, was represented. I think if you're not a whiskey person and you wanted to try a whiskey. Oh, for sure. And you like cherries. Be a, that's a good gateway this whiskey. This is a very good gateway whiskey yeah. for people because it's not, you get that whiskey flavor, you get a little bit of heat, but it's very, very smooth. And and it's kind of almost like there's a chaser in there. Right. You know, like right. that's kind of what it is. Kind of like it's already so, a mixed yeah. drink. Who is this you know, though? Who is this? Matthew D. Adams. No, no, no. Like, what's the bottle? What celebrity? Yeah. Oh, um, I think it's uh, the girl, the the redheaded girl who plays the second secretary in the office. Oh, who's that? Ellie Kemper. Ellie mm-hmm. Kemper. Yeah. I don't know her, but I'll go with that. Somebody, has a, somebody has a crush and check the credits. Wow. That's what I would Dang. put the, it on. The second secretary. She's not even on there all the time. Well, Pam was the first secretary. I like your knowledge of The Office, Dave. I watched The Office. I don't. Well, I did. I watched it. I don't. Never I have. Don't. I never don't seen an episode. Watch. I it. used to. You used still to. I used to watch still The do. Office. Still do, yeah. but I used to too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. So we also have um, our El Yucateco Hot Sack of the Week winner, which is sort of. The person I'm going to name, but really kind of it's not. their daughter. It's their yeah. daughter. So Danielle Ray Lumen uh, posted a picture and it said, finally, I got a kid. Uh, I got a picture of my kid with her Teco. She avoids picture taking a lot. Um, I'm too weak for hot sauce, but this 10 year old loves it. I originally bought it for my husband, but he doesn't even eat it anymore. Just her. Also, she made her own meal with a little guidance from me. Yeah. 
Hashtag El Yucateco. Yeah. So we're really giving the gift to her. And hashtag your husband's a bitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh, look for look for a reach out uh, and uh, we'll send you a really good uh, care package uh, for your daughter um, since she loves El Yucateco. Yeah. So um, thank you for posting. Um, as always, if you uh, have a, a good photo op of El Yucateco, post that shit on the social mediums and there's a good chance you'll win some swag from us um, as part of our constant love of El Yucateco hot sauce. Yeah. King of Flavors is 1968. Yeah. We also stopped the Any other the bells, Brent? Any other bells? Mm-mm. Okay. You don't want to clack? You know, fucking I said I wouldn't slap. clack anymore. Yeah. Okay. Right. Clack, clack. Um, he didn't say he wouldn't quack. Yeah. No. That's true. Um, oh, you wait. I'm waiting. I'm waiting <laughs> yeah. for a good quack right in the middle of... I could, top, our, I could top the quack. I don't even know what our topic is. I'm sure you can. You're going to pull out baby <laughs> underground hands or underground something. Underground. Yeah. Um, and then we also uh, want to thank our patrons. Um, our patronage uh, helps us uh, put ramen in our noodles and uh, ship 8 million packages a, a week and do a lot of great things. We, we give back a lot, and it wouldn't be uh, possible without our patrons. So I always like to give a shout-out to some of them, starting with a person who I don't really know anything about this person except based on their name. I'm just I'm not, baby I'm not very comfortable about this person's name. <laughs> okay. That's I'm, un- I'm uncomfortable yeah. with this person and what they're like because of their name. Their name is Tony Cumbrellas. No. <laughs> their, <laughs> their name is Davis Morton. Oh, that's, uh, that's Davis a spin. Morton. Yeah. That's not really their name. <laughs> no, no. If it, it is be. their name, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it could be. If they're either. just fucking with me it's, and they're calling themselves Davis Morton. Well, like, you have to. You have to. Danny DeVito did. So this is this is the thing. We we have to accept that uh-huh. there's going to be people who want to be you. God at, help them. I mean that that's just that's just what it is. That guy's sitting at home. He doesn't wear glasses, but he has your prescription. He's oh, already maybe, figured it out. Maybe uh, he's wearing purple shirts. Yeah, listen, listening to uh, Prince. Right. You know what I mean. And uh, he's sitting at home. He he used to love meat. Now he hates it. Uh, you know, like he's sitting in the basement every Sunday with like he identifies as demo. He yeah, has like yeah, mannequins with melon heads with beards glued to him, and he, he does. A, he a might. Podcast he might. With them. He might. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and he's yeah, he's sitting there with <laughs> with. with <laughs> he's, he's making hair yeah. doll. I've been lint rolling your chair for like a year now. <laughs> yeah, he's been yeah. sitting him. Uh, it's gonna you know, take a long time. Yeah. Oh, it definitely will. It's just time. short beard hairs and a couple yeah. questionable ones. I don't know where they yeah, came yeah, from yeah. Yeah. or why they're on the towel. Right. So yeah. So yeah. I mean. You know, we we just have to come to terms with that. Yeah, it's just, okay. There's going to be okay. that person out there, yeah. and uh, this is one of them. See, now that yeah. I'm fine with, I was picturing like a like a a half stillborn aborted me <laughs> no. that like lives I, in a I was going that way, the Danny DeVito way, and yeah. it's not like uh, you know, no, it's not that bad. I mean, this person has a soul and a consciousness. Okay, you know? yeah. okay. Uh, they just they just had no purpose in their life until you came along. Okay. It's called well, twin thrombosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a rare condition. So then we have Dane Highsmith. Dane Highsmith. Yeah. Yeah. It's Nazi sounding. It is. Yeah. It's Highsmith. No, it's actually H Y. Oh. S M I T H. That's Polish. Makes it turn into like a Legends of Zelda scenario. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. What would you do as a Highsmith from the land of Highsmith? Yeah. Dane Highsmith. Yeah. Like that. Like yeah. Well, he was born with two dads. That makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's how they met, actually. Yeah. He was yeah. born from two dads? Yeah, he's born from two dads. Wow. Yeah, yeah the, he broke his male hymen. It's called the Heinsmith. Yeah. He popped his butt cherry, the Heinsmith. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they made Traverse whiskey. Exactly. Uh, cherry whiskey. And butt cherry it. Pepsi. Yeah. It's, all, it's also a favorite flavor. It's a maneuver if you get something stuck up your butt. It's the opposite of the Heimlich. Yeah. The Heinsmith. The Heinsmith. Yeah. You just yeah. push on their stomach. To, well, you have to. A little lower. It's hard to do because you have to fully seal their mouth and nose, and then yeah. do the then yeah. do the Highsmith maneuver. I mean, if you ever and then it blows out the other end. Yeah, if you ever choked on something with your butt, it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't want to do that. No. It's like I can't it's breathe. So I can't breathe. He's like, yeah. seems fine. There's yeah, so many. No, women. it's in my butt. Yeah, Down there, so I many can't women. Breathe. Right. So yeah. many women have suffered with with choking on stuff with their butt, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it's yeah, terrible. Highsmith maneuver is yeah. super helpful. Yeah. The butt gag. Um. Then we have Christopher Goodlife. That fucking braggy I mean, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, it's never what you think it is, though. You know what I mean? He's just happy to have cardboard over his head. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, maybe. Yeah, Extremely just, grateful. Yeah. You can't get him down. He's like the Bob Marley of bums. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see that. It's yeah. always a good day. It's three yeah. little birds shit on his doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> he's fine with it, though. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> he's perfectly fine. <laughs> all women all cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No redemption song. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's mm -hmm. him. Then we have Thomas Greer. That, that's a misspelling. It's Thomas Rear. Rear? No, yeah. so just take out the G. Take out the G, yeah. It was Greer, it. but after all the gerbil vacuum hose talk, he just went with it and went mm. for Rear. Yeah. Went right. straight for right. it. Yeah. If you're going to make the jokes, I mean, just go with it. Yeah. Right, right. And then we have Jackson Barnes. Hmm. Jackson's like action. I don't like, like Barnes, that name. It's like the, the, like the, the last first name, name Jackson. Doesn't go together. No, I, I thought Jackson works, was kind of cool. It works if you're like a early '90s action hero. Is it a country singer like though? Jackson cop, Barnes. You're like Could a you cop, or with a bad edge, and the, uh, the he's sergeant the is like you know, damn you, Jackson Barnes. If you weren't the most decorated detective in the d department, I'd be I'd have a problem with you. I think he's an upgrade on Tough Sheds. Like Jackson Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> like Tough Shit's not big enough? Check out Jackson Barnes. Jackson Barnes. Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That I like does that. make sense, yeah. So was that was that the name of the company and then his dad just gave yeah. him the same name? Yeah. He Made named him, him after the barn he yeah, was conceived in. Right. Yeah. 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 So those are our patrons. Thank them and thank others. We're slowly but surely making our way through the list. It's a very good problem to have, but we do appreciate it. Um, and also, we are a member of the Podbelly Podcast Network. You can go there to find really cool podcasts to put in your ear holes. And you can also, mm -hmm. if you're thinking about starting a podcast, if you have started a podcast, you can go there and submit your show in the directory. And you can also find a listing of really great uh, shows that are part of the network. Um, and I'm sure we'll shout a couple out at the end of the episode. So I think that's all the front end business I can think of. Mm -hmm. On to the rear end. On to the rear end. <laughs> yes. Well, it's all back end business from here, boys. Mm -hmm. So Always our is. topic, um, this one come from a list or did you just pull this, this was, one from your rear end business? I pulled it from our rear end business. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I went through the Patreon list, but the problem was on short notice, like there's just some of those are going to take some more research. There's some really good topics in there, but it's going to take some more scrounging. Yeah. There's just like not a lot of good like video content. It's a lot of reading. And even at that, yeah. it's like people want to know about things that they would like to know about. And so would I, but there's not a lot of information out right, there on some of that right. shit. Like mm -hmm. it takes real. Yeah, so we're just going to blast to the Underground Railroad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blow, blow through easy. that real yeah. quick. Nobody cares. So Underground Railroad, of course, um, was the the sort of unofficial, 
I mean, it wasn't ever like an actual entity, right? But it was the it was the the way that it's before slaves, Elon Musk, they yeah. were trying to make trains, right? Well, then they smuggled. Yeah. This is where they smuggled the alcohol during the Prohibition era. No, totally different. No, Hitler's Highway. No, different. different. Okay, different. Thing. Hmm. So angels, angels in the outfield, <clears throat> getting there. Okay, getting there. All right. Um, so it was basically just a group of people trying to help uh, slaves escape from the South. And it was, you know, largely just, you know, this this farmer hated slavery. And if a slave showed up, like if, if the farmer further down south showed up and said the right code word and whatever, then he'd know that some slaves were showing up mm-hmm. that night and they'd hide them, give them food, make sure they were good. And then they would take them to the next person. And so it wasn't underground. Get, wasn't underground at all oh. or a railroad. There were no tracks. There was That's... no engine. But people would get sort That's of carted fun. from 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 person to person like people risking jail people risking death. their own uh, people risking dogs death. eating people, you yeah, i like mean depending that. on where they were like if you were still in the south straight up death if you were in the north you're risking jail you're risking financial ruin um especially depending on what year it was because different laws were passed to make it increasingly difficult for slaves to escape um i think some of the problem though is this is a lot of like myth and folklore like i mean sure. it's hard to tell what really happened other than like william still i think it was like kept some good records of stuff yeah, there's a handful of people who had good but there's records. a lot of things that like uh and i went through some of your notes i saw some things we'll get to but there's like some things where they <clears throat> that it's very common that it's accepted and then it's like no that that wasn't really a thing right that might yeah. not have been a thing um the the one thing that they have so the ultimate goal for most people uh, in the Underground Railroad was to get to Canada because once they started to pass certain laws that we'll talk about, you know, at first it was like, oh, I get to a free state. I'm free. They can't come after me, et yeah. cetera. But then they ended up getting and Congress to, to pass laws that said, no, you're still a slave, Under ownership. even in a yeah. new state and whoever is harboring you is against the law, et cetera. So then it became the thing you had to get all the way to Canada because there was no extradition, extradition. Yeah. There was no way to stop it. So the goal was to get to Canada. And there was, a um, in Ontario through by Lake Erie, there were records that throughout the 20 year period, um, 30,000 people were said to have gone through, that city six six thousand settled there and that was just one city in canada so um i it's both a lot of people and it's also not nearly as many people as i I thought it was way bigger yeah Yeah, i thought it was a lot i thought they moved like way more than that no so because escaping was fairly rare um, I don't know. Thirty thousand is high. I didn't think. I mean, like, it's a. It's not. Wrong. a and that would have been the prime, number. But I thought it was higher. I thought it was higher. And the riverbanks and shit, right. trying to make it across. I mean, I mean, they call it a fucking underground railroad. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like I thought they were like yeah, fucking yeah. getting the people the fuck Mass, out. Yeah. You know? No, and I think that was the main choke. That's over to twenty Canada. years. So yeah, exactly. So it's like you know about a you know just over a thousand people a year yeah. or something, or under a thousand people a year. But um, and that was the primary destination, the primary choke point. Um, but again, a lot of people would get into other states and then just change their identity and people could yeah. forge papers that yeah. said they were free and then they bleached themselves white. Yeah. Why is right. such a difference yeah. with Canada that you think it's because like our, like our export was cotton and it was so dependent like financially for our, for our economy that they needed the labor based off their working model for the cotton industry well, the, versus Canada being cold as fuck and like their well, export didn't benefit from the slaves. I think it was all because of the UK. The UK ended up making slavery illegal a long time 
time before America did in Canada is a Commonwealth of the United Kingdom. Uh-huh. So as soon as it was illegal in the UK, it was illegal in Australia. It was illegal in, in Canada. Yeah. It was illegal. In Hong Kong. Yeah. We're kind of, no wonder everyone fucking hates us, man. We got the Hiroshima right. thing. Now we got the last of the fucking slave thing. Right. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, we, you know, slavery is illegal, says the UK, as they enslave all of India, yeah. but just call it something oh, else. True. You know? yeah, yeah. It's true. Like, and uh, yeah, they take o- they're taking over provinces. They're right. you know they enslave the Irish people. You yeah. know, so it's not like they were great. They just someone convinced them that they shouldn't have black slaves from Africa anymore. And they it was like, almost oh, like say, it was almost idea. like a political ploy, right? Or or something else. Like they ch- right. they try to, you know, that's the underlying thing is you don't know really what happened. You know what I mean? Right. Like as far as like what really went on, what what was the reasoning for that? You know, there's, there's really no, I mean, it's kind of up in the air. Right. Well, just whoever, I mean, whoever was fighting for slave abolition, however yeah. the politics twisted there instead of here, I don't think their economy was nearly as dependent on it yeah. as the American South. I mean, the economy was completely dependent on it. Yeah, like cotton um, like cotton was like the number one export. Like all other well, exports combined did not represent what ex, what cotton represented. Yeah, and that shows there were there were black slaves all over the world. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were sold in Africa, you know, all over the world yeah. and, and America gets the bad rap. I'm not trying to say it's okay to enslave anybody, obviously, Christopher Columbus did it to, you know what right, I mean? The, right. the islands. And it's like, he was just a fuckhead, you know? Um, but it, you know, it was done every, everywhere, every culture. And I think mm-hmm. that's what's a, there's a gap in our, in history. And I think it should be taught is because obviously history repeats itself. You know what I mean? Right. History is super important to understand and know why, <clears throat> why were there slaves? How, you know, who all had slaves, not just America had slaves. No, everybody, America, had, slaves. everybody had black slaves. Right. But Every, I, I there think, was Chinese I think slaves. When it, was, when it you know. came to this particular era in history, we were the last ones to do it, and I think it kind of. I don't know. Stuck I think it resonated. also it makes it more despicable because we're the nation that goes by this motto of all men are created equal. Right. We're the country that people come to to escape persecution and find mm-hmm. freedom. Mm-hmm. It's like unless you're black, yeah. like, and then go fuck yourself. You know, yeah. it's like I mean, I think that lends to the money to the is the root of all of evil. Well. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and right. that's that's the root of slavery right. is money. You know, and and I mean it's understandable. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I'm not, like I said, I'm not excusing it, but I, I feel like uh, being upset about it is not the right way. You know what I mean? I think teaching people about it and understanding why it happened right. uh, is obviously, <clears throat> you know, the best way you can go about it, you know, because. And I, th- I mean, and the truth of the matter is, like, if you look at a lot of the industrial centers in China mm-hmm. that are producing all our shit. They're not really that much better off than no. Uh, they're getting paid a couple cents were. a day, and I mean, even though the yeah. lifestyle in th- this next instance is a million times better off than fully being a slave, like our entire agriculture system in the United States is is reliant entirely on Still. on illegal migrant mm-hmm. farm workers, yeah. and even to an extent, like our our meat packing, like everything, like yeah. come on up from anywhere south of the border, and we're going to put you to work, and we're just going to fucking look the other way. Yeah. Until the foreman and has to meet a quota that's for cause, ice. Because yeah. Mexicans look yeah. up to us. The Canadians are always looking down on us. That's yeah. true. Geographically. I mean, in, in, in the end, though, <laughs> too, like, people <laughs> people get mad about it. That was but, a geography joke. Yeah, it's true yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and people get mad about that. But in the end, you know, the immigrants are actually providing for their families. They're getting paid more than they would, uh, you know, working in their, you know, homeland. That's a or else slippery, they wouldn't scary be argument, though, that getting paid more than you would have. Well, like, 
they are. And the other thing is, is still more. Like you could be like they're getting two barely, cents now instead of one But no, one they're getting a lot more than they would in their home country. Or else they wouldn't come. Yeah, but they should get a fair share. They should get the same as whatever someone here gets. Though. Well, if it was, then your lettuce would be eight dollars. I, I understand a head, that. You know, like I understand we've, that. We've talked about. Right. Like that's the. It is the slippery slope. Yeah. You know where where is right. the end of it? You know, <clears throat> right. but it's definitely not slavery. But no, it not at all. It's not necessarily uh, the best conditions no, either. You know, no. so. But I mean, people like it's Cesar a, Chavez. Just, you know, the, the the equation, the link that I make to slavery is just having a nation who turns a blind eye to the situation and is completely complicit in it and supports it. And even though you might be like, Oh, slavery was awful. Or you might say, Oh, the conditions of migrant farm workers are awful. It's like, you still go to the 99 cent store to get the cheapest lettuce you can, which means that all that money was offset by migrant workers, migrant workers, you know, so it has to be done. It's the same sort of, you know, uh, just a nation willing to go along with it, you know, as it was um, back then. So the the first group who actively tried to help slaves were the Quakers. The Quackers, as Brent yeah. calls them. <clears throat> the Quackers. Uh, they loved their oatmeal, and they hated slavery. Fucking love. It's two things love together. Oatmeal. Whole oats, though. I don't like the minute oats. Minute oats are garbage. Are they just because they're, like, slimy or something? Like- nah, no, no. No, the the minute oats are like they they're cut up small. You they know what roll I mean? Like they're flat. Yeah, and the regular good oats are whole. Like you know, you eat. You know, so you're doing well, they're flat. Cut. Well, not necessarily even steel cut, but just the old fashioned. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like they're just they're bigger. You know, I was wondering. I didn't know what the difference was. Yeah, yeah. The the minute oats are like they roll them super almost flat, like and up. then they're so chopped they up quicker? smaller. So they yeah, cook quicker, they, yeah. they're mm. chopped up smaller and they cook quicker. And but the consistency is just not I think correct. We still have minute oats. Totally yeah, different. I yeah. mean. But I don't eat oatmeal ever. We use it for cookies yeah, and shit. I like oatmeal. Love oatmeal. That's good. Um, but the Quakers who love their oatmeal, um, the first actual, uh, one of the first records of anyone freeing a slave was that uh, a bunch of Quakers attempted to liberate one of George Washington's slaves and like sneak him off the plantation, but they were busted and so was he. Um, and that and That's pretty early. Mm-hmm. Like in, the, yeah. you know, in the forming of the United States, if you're yeah. trying to get one of George Washington's slaves. That's yeah. early, you know, um, even though America existed for quite a while before the, or the States did anyway. Yeah. Um, but then in the 1800s, the early 1800s, there was a Quaker abolitionist and the abolitionist is the, is the term you're going to hear a lot for the most part. They were, you know, trying to, to abolish slavery, even though one person gets a little ahead of herself and tries to, abolish slavery and tries to abolish poor treatment for women and it's like well, nah, she was in both right, she, no. was, in she both. was in both yeah. yeah but even like other people in the underground railroad were like fucking pick a lane yeah, can't, yeah you can't like, you can't quit yeah. smoking and go on a diet <laughs> like the same week you're gonna we fucking, just, bitch slow your roll well, can we just do okay. one of these please yeah. um because you're gonna get us caught yeah so, um, but they set up a network in Philadelphia that helped enslave people on the run. It was West Philadelphia. Yeah. Born and raised. Mm-hmm. And this was before the any playground. of the laws. It was yeah. That's the playground. Where, exactly. It was before yeah. the playground, before any of that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they sort of set up this idea of, oh, we could have a network of people that help each other, you know, that help, you know, escape yeah. slaves. And the goal was to get them to Philadelphia. Yeah. So they could um, play b-ball outside of the school. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I hope that doesn't stop. The um, but <laughs> All there was a guy. No good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy named Levi Coffin, which is a great name. Currently, they're all making trouble in your neighborhood. <laughs> 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 um, 
And he oh, started freeing man. slaves in 1813 when he was fucking 15 years old. He was just like, I'm going to go free some slaves. What are you doing today? Because I think 15 back then, you were fucking joining <clears throat> oh, the army. Yeah, you, you were a it. man. Yeah, That's you were it. fully a man. Yeah. 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 Um, you still don't even have man strength yet, though, you know? Right, right. The kids don't know what man strength is. No, no. Um, and he ended up moving. He moved to border states to the south so that he could intentionally go across the border try to help people you know get it's into tough freedom. to get all the way from the southern states so like yeah. you gotta make it through yeah. you gotta go all the way yeah with no map no fucking like written instruction nope. really like nope. no help you just have to like head north yeah and not get fucking like, and guess what the house. you're a black escaped slave you stand out like, like you're walking down the road yeah. they're like what's going on here yeah, yeah. who's the doing? guy in the pjs yeah exactly it's like the fuck? <laughs> who's the guy in the pjs but i mean one thing that i didn't know about the underground railroad is that women were far less likely to use the underground railroad or to even escape and one of the reasons was the men were more likely to sort of be the the Uncle Tom like house niggas who could like they would like yeah. wear clean clothes and learn how to read so they could help teach the children to read and whatever. Oh, so they and they would be like, well, it's not just that they could pass. They had clean clothes. They were well spoken. They didn't work in the fields ever. And all of a sudden, their master would be like, "Here, take this money and go secure the feed for the hogs." And they'd be like, "Yes, sir." And then take the money and fucking peace. <laughs> like, I'm I feel like here. women were working in the house too, though. Well, yeah, they were but, maids. They would have maids. And they would run to like the but they weren't. They weren't as likely to be. A, from what I read, marriage. they weren't as likely to be allowed to leave. Yeah. And also, there was a different connection to children. A lot of times the males, a lot of times the they women would, would be the impregnated yeah. um, intentionally and then separated from the father, but the women still had to breastfeed and take care of the baby and all that stuff. So a lot of times the women still had their baby and the God, dad isn't terrible. even there, might even not be on the same plantation. They, or know they yeah, have a child. They'll, yeah, they'll get rid of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah trade yeah. them. Yeah. <clears throat> So, yeah, it's like baseball awful. teams. Yeah, yeah, they're Dominicans. They're all Dominicans. <laughs> right. Really good at baseball. <laughs> um, so the first use of the term Underground Railroad was in 1831 when a, a slave named Tice Davids escaped from Kentucky into Ohio and the owner blamed an underground railroad of people for helping him to yeah. escape. Because for the most part, one, I mean, for you to successfully escape, especially once these crazy laws get Needed passed, yeah. you had to have help. You had to have help the entire way. Yeah, there are complicit people along the All way. along the yeah. way. Um and then in 1839, uh, a newspaper in Washington said that an escaped slave named Jim revealed under torture that after he escaped and had been recaptured, that his plan was to follow an underground railroad to Boston. Hmm. And then that was where the term sort of got put into the culture was that there was an underground Railroad. And there weren't like hard trails, really. It was very loose network. It was just that there were destinations. However, yeah. you may get there. Right. But yeah, like, and, I, and I would, I would assume too that like sometimes they would be like, "No, we're not taking any right now." You know what I mean? Like, like there's people. Like it would probably change. You know, like sure throughout the. Oh yeah, throughout someone the had way. a close call. They're like, mm -hmm. nope, yeah, they're like, sorry, yeah, we're we're, we're off it. duty right now. You right. know what I mean? Like, like I'm like, being uh, watched. Know. Yeah. You know, yeah. or they got arrested, yeah. and you know their property yeah. was taken, and now yeah. that stop doesn't work anymore. I mean, I read yeah. some stuff and watched some stuff that they had like marks on trees and things like that. But then there was a lot of argument as to there's no real proof of or evidence of yeah, that. I mean. It's just like generational fucking storytelling and that would make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if there was a mark or a ribbon on a tree right. or, you know, some Keep sort of marker 
that you would know like this house is cool because you're not just fucking going to this house. Right. And, and a lot like, of the, hey, sir, a lot madam. of the stuff that historians doubt are things that came up in what they call slave narratives. And the slave the slave narrative is a is a batch of literature that's studied, um, which is nonfiction for the most part. And it's like escaped slaves who finally made it out would tell their story. Yeah. And it was, and they sold really well back then because everyone was interested, especially in the North. Like no one in the fucking South was buying them probably except slave hunters. Or they were to figure out what's going on. Yeah. That's that's why they say that there wasn't like the song or the quilts or the things like that. Because think about like fucking old cowboy days. There was trackers, man. Those motherfuckers saw bear shit and they were like, this bear shit's facing the wrong way. Somebody kicked it. Think about a bounty hunter. They always shit North to South and they fucking know, let alone tying a ribbon on a tree or, you know. How much money could you get for finding an escaped slave? You know what I mean? And returning it. It's like finding shopping carts. You know what I mean? You return to the store. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, no, there was a bounty like that. It. There was a it bounty. was like 10 bucks for escaped slaves and yeah. $5 for free slaves or something weird. Because yeah. yeah. when they had the slave hunters, then they were going to the northern states. You're fucking, if you're black, you're fucked. Those motherfuckers yeah. don't care if you got a fucking paper that says yeah. you're a free slave. Right. They're like, I'm, I'm going to call this one. I'm going to say his name right. is Jim. Right. Yeah. Taking this motherfucker Taking him back. back. I got yep. one. Yep. Looks yep. like he can work. Yep. Oof. So, um, yeah, one of the things that some historians uh, argue whether or not it was true were the slave songs. Um, mm-hmm. One of the big ones that they talk about is uh, so basically, like in all the plantations, the you know slaves would be singing songs to keep the morale up, to keep a pace, yeah. to keep the timing of the work they were doing, whatever. And one of the theories out there is that they would use certain songs to impart certain information. Um, and the big one that people point to is a, a song called follow the drinking gourd. And they were all religious in nature. All the songs yeah. were about yeah, the yeah. Bible. All the songs were about the stuff. And I know historians are like, like poo pooing the notion of the songs. But when you read the lyrics for follow the drinking gourd, it's like directions. directions. Motherfucker. Yeah. It's so, like cross the river, follow the drinking gourd, yeah. get yeah, to where there's two hills. It could have come as a result later though. Gourd, like to, there could have been like stories of this and you wrote a song about how they used to get there. You know what I mean? It didn't have to happen before it could have happened after. Right. What, like in that particular case, it was written by some guy named Lee Hayes in 1947 or something. But I know that I know that some of the slave narratives talk like the, the ones that I, yeah. that I think are more valid are, and I forget what slave narrative it is, but but someone uh, was talking about from when they were a slave, like on the plantation, there were a handful of songs that they would sing that were simply, it's a good day to try to leave mm-hmm. or don't try it right now. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. And it was like, Sit because they would know. back on that exactly. piece of boy. Like someone knew that someone was going to bolt that <laughs> I night. I absolutely believe that was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not that song. Someone oh, knew sure, that yeah. someone was going to bolt that night and they knew, you know, someone heard tell that there were slave hunters yeah. up north. Someone in the house And they heard, were like, yeah. do not fucking, so then they would sing, or there were songs, yeah. the, the that slave narrative also mentioned songs that like, if you were escaped and hiding um, if it, you heard that song that now's not a good time to travel, it might not even be for someone on your plantation. Like lay low. You were singing it in case someone nearby happened to hear this whole plantation singing. Yeah. You're like, Oh fuck, we need to lay low, you know? And it would, it would be a great way to get information without and it's the rooted, masters it's knowing in, about in, it. Yeah. You know in, what the, I mean? in the culture too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like for sure. I could see sure. them doing that. That makes I, sense. I yeah. think it's interesting and, and I've never really looked it up or, or heard anything about it, but I, and I know like, slavery over the years um you know they've they basically got 
Americanized, I guess, if you will, mm-hmm. as far as uh, religion goes. For sure. But uh, how did the slaves get so like biblically religious, like Christianity wise? Because I, I don't think that would happen in Africa. You know what I mean? Where they were, where their ancestors oh, got my pulled fucking from. Christians put that shit down hard anywhere that they can. Like, <laughs> yeah, put I churches mean, everywhere. I don't know. Like, I was thinking about that though. Like, how, but I mean, even then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe missionaries I mean, are the, about it, man. You got yeah, a fucking captive fucking yeah. audience. And so it was just something I, something I never, never heard was the, the story of how, uh, like you Christianity saw that guy got, that guy got killed slaves. by the fucking spear or whatever because he tried to go to the fucking the the tribe that had never been spoken to. Right, oh, yeah, the yeah, Bible yeah. guy tried yeah. to go over there and they yeah. fucking speared yeah. him. I mean, if uh, nothing else, I think there's probably a whole lot of plantations that were just like they're all you know they're all speaking different languages because they're from completely different areas of Africa. All their religions are cross pollinating with each other. And like, you would just be like enough of that. Like they, like I don't have a bunch of heathens on my plantation. Like they're going to study the Bible. Bible, They're going to, I think, you know, they weren't allowed to read. read Yeah. But somebody was though. Some of them were, and they were probably the ones teaching. Yeah. yeah, Teaching like maybe they were listened to sermon. Yeah. And some of them probably. Yeah. And and that's what I'm saying. I've never heard of that. Like where they had like slaves, sermons or like and how how that got infused basically but it is is, it is look at at black church yeah yeah blacks are very soulful and religious like as far as the bible goes as far as christianity yep so um yeah i I don't know it goes all the way back to to this yeah you know it comes so no that's that's what i was thinking about where where how did that pollination happen you know what i mean like what what happened uh, to make it so big right and i mean i guess if you're a slave you'd be grasping on you'd want to grasp onto some sort of belief and it might be sure it might be the only literature they were provided maybe you know and they're sitting around like fucking fire or lantern or whatever and that's all you could do it's like that's a bunch of stories yeah the bible's a whole bunch of stories Mm -hmm. yeah for sure but like i said i've I've never heard the the origin of it you know what i mean and how it got a how it got to where it got, you know what I mean? By the time it's the late 1800s, yeah, it's massive. you know, like, yeah. 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 So part of the system was that it was cellular. There wasn't really a map. There wasn't really a, a plan. There wasn't really a leader. It was just, like I said, like like-minded people who were willing to take the risk, move somebody. Um, and the idea was like, I know, like if I'm part of this and I want to help slaves escape whenever it comes up, I know two different people who live south of me who are into this as well. And I know two different people who live north of me who are into this. And all of a sudden one of them rides up with their code word of, I need to borrow some hay. And you're like, Oh, well then pull into the barn, you know? And it's like, they trust you, you trust them. And then I'll take them to one of the two people I know up north, but I don't know who passed it on to the person down south. And I don't know who the person I know up north yeah. is passing them on to. Right. It's kind. Yeah. Of, I mean, it's actually like, the it's, code word was hot potato. Hot potato. Yeah, they were yeah. hot potato. Yeah, hot potatoes. Hot potatoes. Because who yeah. borrows hay, really? Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's going to get you busted. True. Yeah. So, but the idea is like they didn't want to know. Like I know the handful of people who I trust to bring me slaves, and I know a handful of people who I trust to give them off to but i don't know who that person's giving them off to who that person's giving them off to i don't know it's the trade you just did your part. Yeah, exactly yeah. and that's i mean that's how a, how a good guerrilla organization works or a terrorist organization works it's cellular like if this person gets busted they can only rat out a couple of people yeah. and the network stays intact otherwise there's just a certain vacancy for the moment you know until somebody else um, moves in yeah so yeah. it wasn't like there was a leader it wasn't like there was a, a thing like that um there was a, 
one guy that was involved was a guy named Garrett Smith, who was a millionaire who apparently ran for president twice. Um, and he was pretty fucking audacious at one point. He he would buy entire families of slaves. Like he would just buy slaves and set them free up north. I bet that um, pissed people off. They probably didn't yeah. want to sell to him. That's like twice the price for you, motherfucker. Right, yeah. Mm. But then he would also help, you know, he would give money to people to help. Like if he knew this farmer was helping, he'd give them some extra money to make sure that they could they would do it. But well, there was a lot of people like that 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 uh, in did Django help. times, man. This shit was fucking harsh. Fuck yeah, Shit's it was scary dude. as fuck. Um, and they ended up, uh, they, so a lot, most of the people that were escaping were escaping places like Kentucky and Virginia. Um, and they were trying to get across the river into Ohio and places like that. And once they did, it was easier. They were kind of the upper, upper, the south. upper South. Like yeah. if you were deep, deep South, it You're was kind of fucked. It was, you yeah, got to make it all fucked. the way into the yeah. state. Yeah. That someone else is trying to escape <laughs> yeah. from already. Exactly. Yeah. From the bottom. Yeah. Right. Um, they although started from the bottom now mm -hmm. they're here though, um, but they're all like in Texas and stuff. There was an underground railroad that did go south because they wanted to to take them into Mexico. Yeah, so that that was there as well, but it wasn't nearly as as uh, common. Um, but they would uh, Indian tribes, uh, Native American tribes, brought them in too. Yes, like there's still like lineage did. that mm -hmm. you can trace from mm -hmm. that. They would travel by foot. Um, usually, uh, fucking barefoot probably at night, too. 10 to 20 miles to each station. And then they would rest, uh, for a day or two, get some food, you know, people would take care of them. And then by night go another 10 20 to 20 miles, miles in the dark, yeah, in the fucking dark, listening dude. for hound dog barks, yeah. dude. Yeah. Fuck. Listening for those fucking dogs. Um, and they used railroad technology. So the people who would, help them so there were people who would be on the border like that 15 year old kid that i said and they would just kind of wander around and and keep an ear to the ground and if they heard someone say yeah i saw some random like you know negro walking around by such and such they would ride over there and start right. looking for him and because it was like let me here follow me you had to let's wear get a red to carnation though just so it was like to let him know to let him know yeah, so yeah. You, can, you can come out so, um, but those people were called agents and their job was to get them on to, uh, the railroad a travel right? agent. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, Shittiest the guides were conductors and a conductor would have been the person who would be making that 10 to 20 mile trip. And then they would go back to where they came from and then take the next batch up you know, 10 to 20 like, miles, like travel guides. He's yeah. Like, to your left, you'll see the beaten rape and plantation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the right, you'll see nothing. Yeah. Cause it's the it middle like of a the, moonless night. The Disney jungle tour. Like yeah. the, the <laughs> if you look, if you listen closely, you'll hear the hound dogs. Yeah. Um, on our trail. They're making a fucking movie out of the jungle tour. Yeah. A whole yeah, movie yeah. out of the jungle tour that yeah. ride. I think yeah, the rock, it's like the, the rocks rock. in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the rock has his own TV show. Yeah, Motherfucker does. like his own tequila, the best selling spirit. Is it really the best selling, the best selling Caramana? launch of a spirit in the history of yeah, all the rock. Yeah. Be exactly. Better than Ryan Reynolds aviator. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. He sold the that rock for $620 million. Yeah. The rock will be able to sell this for probably a lot more. much more. He yeah. had crazy promotion on that shit. I've wanted to try it. Like I'm just, I've wanted to try it. I've wanted to try it. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Terramana. Terramana. Yeah, someone send us that. There yeah. you go. It's no, not I'm crazy very, expensive, very right? Cute. No, it's no. not. It's right. just, I just can't find it. The, like the handful of places I Instacart don't have it. So I oh, if, if you're out there um, and you're wondering if we have a whiskey, there is now a website, Sofa King Whiskies. Um, Adam yes. Chapman, yeah, is that right? Mm -hmm. 
uh, made that for us. It's up and functional. He posted it in the it's group. It's great. I was looking at it. Yeah, SoapKingWhiskeys.com, and then it shows. And if you see your whiskey or don't see your whiskey, you know, hit us up, hit him up, and we'll figure it out. There's definitely some unclaimed stuff. Like, I got this bullet on the table right now. There's a green dot, meaning it's been inventoried. Red dot, I have no no idea who the fuck that belongs to. Right, right. I don't know who got, got that for us. So if you don't see your name next to your bottle, let us know, and we yeah. will figure it out. So Whis- Whiskeys with an E, too. On the site. Oh, I didn't think about that. Whiskeys with an yeah. E. It's debatable. Not he needs KY. to buy the other. He needs not to buy KY. The, it's yeah. not KY. Like jelly. Lube, yeah, that's true. Yeah, think about it. it's not KY. Right. It's K E Y. It's K E Y. It's the key, key jelly. Yeah. It's the key to get in. It's the key to the jelly. Yeah. KY jelly is the key to get in. Yeah. 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 Just that's the, that's your mnemonic device. Yeah. We need to buy the uh, <clears throat> buy the other domain and forward it. So yes. Yeah. Either way. Um. So the hiding places where you could stay overnight were called stations, and sometimes they were a friendly barn. Sometimes they were a house or an attic. Um, sometimes it was a fucking uh, cut in on a riverbank or a cave, um, just someplace where by day no one would see you um, and you would just hang out, hang out there. Station masters would help people in their homes. Um, of course, the slaves themselves were called passengers or cargo on the train. Um, that cargo should then, set well with them. That's leftover boat, yeah. boat terminology. The... Uh, and then the stockholders who owned the railroad were the people who would give money to help the the slaves keep moving on there. Investors, their stockholders, is like still denotes ownership. It's kind of weird. That's it's probably just a term they used yeah, in the actual then. railroad, right? You know. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it got complicated in 1793 when they passed the Fugitive Slave Act, which made it was a federal law. So local governments could apprehend and extradite slaves um, from free states back to where they originally came from. And this is where the invention of slave hunters, a lot of a lot of the slave hunters were actual cops, like local sheriffs who were traveling up north to find this particular slave who escaped and bring them back. But a lot of them were just like ruthless mercenaries trying to get a buck. God damn, that's some serious shit. Like, just let it go, bro. That one got away. Like, leave that motherfucker alone. Yeah, You're going to travel across state in such hardship to do so at the time. Yep. Like, fucking shit. Yeah, but money costs more money to go get that slave. It's more to put down the movement. For sure. I think it's more an ideological. It's all psychological. And I think they, that was the they, power. If, if they know you're going to hunt them, they're not going to run. And that was the power of the Underground Railroad itself. Like, that was one, one of the historians that I read said it wasn't about the number of people that it got into Canada. It was about the hope that it gave every slave in the South. Like the fact that this thing exists and people know about it gave them hope. And, and I guess some right. of them, like for, if they're going to hunt you, that's going to keep it down. Like, dude, we will fucking keep hunting you all the right. way into the northern states. Don't think you got away. Right. There's a good chance right. we're going to get your ass. Like, and when fuck. we catch your ass and bring you back, Oof. you're going to be made an example. You're going to live in a fucking <clears throat> steel box for two weeks. Yeah. Um, so some northern states tried to create what they called personal liberty laws, which were made to counteract that. But the Supreme Court shot it down in 1842. Um, no, that was the mindset. Yeah. The Supreme Court was like, nah, no, no more rights fine. for people. Yep. No. Yeah. Um, and then the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850 uh, strengthened the previous law um, and came up with even harsher penalties and. Um, this is when it led to fr- like legit legally freed slaves being recaptured and started like New York and Philadelphia ended up with like kidnapping rackets where they would kidnap uh, uh, able-bodied 
black free people, beat them over the head, throw them on a boat. They wake up in slave yeah, territory. Yeah, no paper and, and their they story. Would, and they would predominantly try to take black children because they couldn't talk and they didn't know where home was and they would just fucking see a black kid on the street, scoop him up, throw him on this fucking boat. Oof. And you got a free fucking slave. Like, how awful would that be as a fucking parent? I mean, they still do that shit. There's yeah. sex trafficking. You know, yep. kids get snatched up at the fucking mall. Yeah. They get yep. fucking message on social media because they're fucking 12 and yeah. blonde-haired, blue-eyed, pretty girl, and they yep. just fucking take them. So the Mexican one was, they think that between five to 10,000 people total made it into Mexico, um, and they had their own conductors, like Mexicans, like genetic Mexicans who lived in Texas would help uh, slaves escape from Texas into, the, into Mexico. Um, there was a thing that they would travel on... They would travel, they would cross the Rio Grande on bales of cotton or stacks of cotton uh, to, to get over, um, which is why they called them wet stacks. <laughs> wet, wet naps. <laughs> yeah. Wet naps. But That's people, people pretty think iconic that, image, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a great image, but historians are like, wouldn't really work. That's not the way the river get flows. Soggy like, and... It's not going to, but it's a great image. Like, yeah. that's going to help morale. That's going to do whatever. But, um, the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850, um, they uh, they wanted Mexico to sign on to it and say, you need to return, like if an escaped slave comes down, you need to help, you know, we need to set up extradition laws so you can send them back to America. And Mexico was like, go oh, fuck yourselves. Like if anyone comes to Mexico uh, from the north, they are free on our soil. And they were just it's not like, like that anymore. No, but they were like, eat shit. Uh, we're doing what we do. Um, basically, I think a lot of that, I, I don't know. The cynic in me makes me think that was less to do about them caring about slaves and freedom and more about them saying, hey, America, fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah, they're yeah. pissed like, off. Like, who the fuck already, do you yeah. think you are? Like, they're I'm for my shit. next trick. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming back across <laughs> in their place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it leads to certain key Hola, factors. Hola, my name is Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> one of the key figures is, of course, Harriet Tubman, um, one of the most famous conductors of the Underground Railroad. And I I knew a bit about her, but I didn't know this whole fucking chapter. She's probably of a whole, bad whole episode, really. Yeah, she probably is. But she was she was a member of the of the. Actually, I don't know. I maybe I'll just sit on the information I found. <laughs> And, and save and it for an episode. Yeah. Moving she did on. Some, she did some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, Harriet Tubman. Yeah. She was legit as fuck. Um, another one was Sojourner Truth, who I don't think is nearly as popular, but I know the name very well because she um, she settled in Battle Creek. And on my drive from my apartment to my high school, was the Sojourner, like the Sojourner Truth home was right there. Like historic marker, oh, cool. like the house yeah. that she lived and died in was on my way to high school. So I always, like everybody knew who Sojourner I saw, Truth was Yeah, I saw Battle Creek then. on there. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So she was a former slave. She got out and she started to, to advocate for abolition. Um, and she was the one who was also advocating for women's rights. And uh, she, was a, she was born in New York in 1797 as a slave. She was bought and sold four times, you know. Abolition, that word bother. It's like so close to abortion. Like weird, abolitionist, yeah. abortionist. It's yeah. like it's all there. All the yeah. letters are almost there. Um, are so they? she ends up uh, meet a, a family called the the Van Wagners. Uh, bought her for twenty bucks and uh, to free her, um, and then 
helped her get her five-year-old son back who was illegally sold into slavery in Alabama. So this family was the shit. They bought her and then helped her get her yeah. five-year-old son back all the way from fucking Alabama. And there's stories of like siblings mm. reconnecting. Like yeah. I can't remember who it was, but one of the women I watched in the documentary left with her mom or something, like took off, but then told him like Philadelphia or something, like kept teaching the kid when uh, like after I'm gone, if you find like find the first white man you trust and tell them that you were you were taken from Philadelphia that and they brought you here. And so that they would take him back to his mom in Philadelphia because she'd be right. free by then. And that way he would claim that he got stolen, even though he's been there. Right. And they would take him back. So she like taught her kids Philadelphia, oh, nice. Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Nice. Tell them this. This is your story. This is your story. And then had to fucking leave and leave her kids, hoping that that would just pan out. But that might work. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she couldn't make it, the trip with right. him. Right. Right. So Sojourner Truth ended up meeting up with the minister and the minister took her on the took her on the road with him to give speeches about freedom and and anti-slavery and so forth. And uh, she ended up meeting Frederick Douglass, who I'll talk about in a minute. And uh, they became close. But then he ended up like shitting in her Kool-Aid and saying, stop with the women freedom stuff and let's just work on slaves. Um, but she ended up being pretty big. She was like. She spent years governing in Washington D or helping the government of Washington, D.C. come up with new laws and policies for slaves. Like she was instrumental, like the, the, the presidents would call on her to come and speak. Super impressive too. like coming from where they came from, you know, yeah. not having that education, not even knowing, like being illiterate, being suppressed, being like oppressed, like all that shit, like, and they still rise. That shows how intelligent yeah, she would be yeah. to pull that off. It's fucking crazy. It's just and how much perseverance she was. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> um, then we had a guy named John Brown. She's this still guy alive. was the shit. One hundred and seventy. That's right. She still lives at that house in Battle yeah. Creek. Um, a guy named John Brown. She lives in Christopher Reeve's basement. Yeah, it's really weird. Was uh, an abolitionist. <laughs> he was white. He was a conductor in the Underground Railroad. Um, he uh, created a group called the League of Gileadites that helped fugitives get all the way to Canada. Um, and this guy was kind of crazy. So in 1856, there were five men in Kentucky who were gaining political strength and momentum in the state to turn Kentucky into a slave state when it was a free state. And um, he identified the five people who were behind this Killed political movement and murdered them. That'll do it. And just stopped the political movement in its track. Oh, well. Um, I got in trouble, but that what's done is done. Then in 1859, three years later, he took 21 men into Virginia and he raided an army armory in Harper's Ferry, took it over, took all the weapons. And his, so he has an army's worth of weapons. And his plan was we take these to the nearest plantation. We liberate the plantation. We give everyone the weapons and we just march south. What's and crazy in just, situations like that is, are you fucking, was it treason or terrorism? You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. It's if you're on the winning side or the losing side. If you're on oh, the losing yeah, side, sure. it's like this motherfucker took over a right. military armor right. and stole the weapons. Yeah. Right. But if you win, treason, it's like it's yeah. what had to be done, bro. That was fucking exactly. patriot. But apparently two of the articles that I read said that whatever his plan was was just a really shitty plan. Get the guns and like, we'll figure it out. Exactly. So he got the guns and then he got I mean, surrounded by the army and fucking arrested. And a month later he was hung and killed. But apparently he became like a big symbol for both sides 
of the the Mason Dixon line. So the North saw him as a martyr, a guy who was willing to die for his cause and fight for anything. And the South saw him as like the worst case scenario, Fucking tyrant, a yeah. tyrant, a white man who doesn't understand what we're doing Sympathizes here with blacks exactly yeah. is willing to murder white people in order to yeah. free blacks. So like he was used by propaganda on both sides. Um, and, and one of the articles that I read said that, uh, he was like, he was a very decisive figure in leading to the civil war because he was so politicized at the time. He kind of like it ended it was with a fizzle and it wasn't much, right? but the, What's the newspaper a- press and all that of the trial and all that stuff built it up. And then the word spread and he ended up being like a real lightning rod for the, to divide. It's crazy the once news yeah. spreads and that stuff gets printed, like it could be revolutionary. The yeah. smallest act, right? Like someone making their stand against fucking like, you know, the powers that be and then some shit and they die. And then yeah. that starts a entire revolution. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Yep. And that's kind of what this guy One did. One small decision. Yep. So that that was uh, uh, John Brown, who I'd never heard of before. Um, James, uh, great grandpa. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Then we have a guy named William Still, who was a Philadelphia citizen, born and raised, and he was uh, he was born to fugitive slaves in New Jersey. He was Eastside. So boy. some Eastside. slaves slaves escaped, moved to New Jersey, had him, um, which according to all the slave laws would have meant that he two is the property of that slave owner since those two slaves escaped they had a child in freedom oh right if if the slave owners could have gotten the parents back and him back he's property yes. of the and it was a weird rule like a lot of the states yeah that, a, he had that t-shirt says property of yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. jericho jim right. that was yeah, a slave yeah. owner yeah part of the like some of the laws depending on the state and the era and all that stuff was that if you became white enough, you finally, I mean, you weren't black anymore and therefore you weren't a slave. And it was typically, you had to be an octoroon, what they called an octoroon. So I'd be considered a mulatto. So I'm too black to have been free based on birth. Um, If I had a kid with a white person, they would be a quatroon, which means that they're still too black. And would still be slaves. But then if my child, so if I had a child with a white woman and that child had a child with a white woman, that's finally an octoroon and they'd be free. Yeah, yeah, they'd be like an eighth black. Right. So you had to be three generations removed from being. It sounds like a pastry. Yeah. An octoroon. I love a nice coconut octoroon. Yeah. Mm. What was the first one you said, though? That sounded like quattro. Quattro. Yeah. Oh, mulatto. Mulatto. I'm a mulatto. Like my niece and my quatroon, nephews quatroon. are quatroons, yeah. so they're yeah. they would well, be born as slaves. Yeah. They probably would be house slaves, you know. But yeah. by the time they got that light, I feel like and your niece then, would just get away with pulling it off. Your nephew still looks like he's black. Your niece looks pretty white, right? My yeah, I mean, you would look at all of them, and you. I guess if you were in the deep south, you'd be like, no, there's some blackness there. Yeah, yeah. You know, in how do they modern, know that you got to pull out your fucking papers? They're just like got a shit. You can thing. tell the difference. The, in the white the, well, no, I'm just mixed. saying. I'm just. Yeah, saying, but how do you know how how removed they were yeah, on their stupid know. scale? Right, right exactly. However, You'd never however you feel. Like, right. No, no, my mom is. My grandma was. Right. You'd have to be right. able to prove. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to be able to prove it. Yeah. 
Um, and so, uh, who knows? Some of the plantation owners might have been like, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm all about being in accordance with the law. Like this one is a is a octoroon, so they're free to go. <laughs> octoroon? Did like, they called it that shit. Yeah, yeah. That does yeah. not. Seem but then right. the problem is, so it's like you're you in fucking. A coon, quatroon, yeah, and an octoroon. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So you're in the middle of Alabama, and after my neighborhood talk, we're in trouble. You're yeah. the third. <laughs> you're the third generation, and your slave owner is law-abiding enough to say, "Okay, yeah, you're free." The fuck are you gonna do? Yeah. Like what? Okay. You just so what's let this, out of prison? What's this yeah. free baby gonna do? No where shit. are they going? Yeah. Who's going to raise them? Oh, nowhere. They're going to stay here at the plantation. Okay. Well, they're yeah. free. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're free to keep working. Well, maybe all my they plant. work until yeah. they come of age. You can, you can stay here. Then they yeah. could, yeah. you can then stay they here could in stall. my hotels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a weird, age of consent. They're like, yeah. ah, I'm fucking getting out of this cotton picker sucks. But at the same time, it might, there might've been abolitionists, whites who were like down there, like looking at the slaves and they'd be like, that motherfucker right there is a quadroon. Like their yeah. child is free. I'm taking him. Right. Like, fuck you. Oh, true. You know, that might've been going on as well. Just like there were slave hunters going up North. There might've been octoroon hunters going down South to be like, this motherfucker's free. I'm taking him up to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, that does not feel like a word they would have used. It's, it's like a quatroon. Yeah. It's like weird yeah. scientific quatroon, and civilized. Like, oh, they were very civilized. Well, no, I'm saying like the slave owners, they say bad, bad things. I don't yeah. think like they would have referred yeah, to anyone Yeah, you know how such. many secret spices are in fried chicken? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. but what do you mean yeah. by that? I don't understand. They were good southern gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Boy. Um, and then uh, there were tons of them. Frederick Douglass uh, was obviously a huge one. He wrote. That was um, Doc Brown, but black. His hair is awesome. His hair is fucking yeah. on point. Yeah, he's got like the not Don, not Don King. Yeah. It could have been Don King. He could have went that way. He didn't know. Don it's, King, it's, right? It's more uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh no, it's yeah. fucking hardcore. Yeah, it's yeah. hardcore. And he's another one that's you know worthy of putting a pin in because I think right. a whole a whole topic could could. What would he uh, say instead of Marty though? Him. Like you know, mm, good question. That'd be the hard thing. Or instead of Great Scott, yeah. Something. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm scared to say anything anymore. <laughs> I think I used up the small bit of tokens that I had earlier. Who are you calling a token? Yeah. 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 Well, you've been Jesus used up. Christ. Oh, you've been used calm down used over up. there. I have been used up. See, even by trying to yeah. to remove myself, I have Jesus I've hurt Christ. myself. Jesus Christ. I think with the whiskey wall, we need to start. However, like if we drink one, we need to start saying "Great Scotch." Oh, there you go, Great Scotch. Yeah, it's not too bad. It'd be a really bad commercial. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. Someone yeah. do that. Yeah, for sure. Martini, great yeah. scotch. Yeah, Martini. Martini. <laughs> oh man, I like it. Um, there was a group called the New York Vigilance Committee because again, people were just being kidnapped from the streets of New York and taken as slaves. So a guy named David Ruggles um, decided to form a committee that would stop bounty hunters in New York. And, um, he basically, uh, and I don't, all I read was that there was one in New York and then another guy started one, a guy named Robert Purvis started one in Philadelphia, but I never read what they did. Purvis. That's not good. No. Mm. Like, Ruggles is like, who's your Ruggles. boy? Who's your yeah. boy Ruggles? That sounds like a fucking dog. I'd want to go hey, up to him. Hey, Purvis. Hey, Purvis. <laughs> uh, hey, Purvis. <laughs> Aren't they bringing it back? Purvis. Yeah, they are bringing it yeah, back. They are. For my well, two things. A, CBS. I think it's time. CB, whatever the fuck, CBS All Access 
is becoming Paramount Plus because Paramount owns CBS uh, and it's a much bigger catalog. That's right. And oh. they own MTV, so they're going to yeah. bring back all the original Beavis and Butthead as part of the streaming network. But then I think Comedy Central or FX, I forget what network. One of the networks just signed with Mike Judge to do two more seasons of Does new Does it hold Beavis up, though? Butthead. Does it hold up? Like, I remember we all did it. It, the reason I'm going to say it holds up is I want to say it was like 2013 or 14. He did like half a season for MTV. Still good. And it was right when like Twilight was really popular. Oh, and there was a whole episode about them watching Twilight. It was fucking <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, it was just as funny as ever. Well, you got to think kids are just as stupid. Oh, as yeah. They were dude, back no, it was. It holds so. up. It holds up impeccably like it's so good a couple of goddamn spider monkeys (laughs) yeah (laughs) whacking my tool shed that's yeah king of the hill yeah no that's the guy no that came uh, from that that's the neighbor yeah yeah yeah. it became same voice though yeah Um, i judge yeah so uh where was i spider monkeys so the vigilance committees i don't know what they did did they beat the shit out of i'm sure it wasn't pleasant Mm -hmm. like there's vigilantes i mean there's mercenaries coming into New York to kidnap people and force them to be slaves. And we have a vigilance committee yeah. that's there to stop it from happening. That was just some nasty they just have shit. A, well, they just do a candlelight vigil. Yeah. After like they whoop, ask. whoop the ass. No, no, no. They the, just the slave hunters them. are the yeah. candles though. Yeah. yeah. Just light them. So I'm sure it never came to blows. You know, in Philadelphia or New York with these I people. cannot hear Philadelphia. It's I'm fucking ruined. Oh, yeah. It's ruined. Yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. There you go. That's a nice spinoff. Oh, of that it. is. That's a good I might rinse my mouth of fucking yeah. Fresh Prince. Yeah. Um, And then there was another guy uh, named Sidney Howard Gay, and he was the... There was a... These names. Yeah. There was a Purvis newspaper called... There's no mistaking Purvis. what this is about. It's called the National Anti-Slavery Standard. Mm-hmm. And it was a What's newspaper. Yeah, exactly. It was a newspaper published in New York and their motto was without concealment without compromise and they advocated freedom of slavery. There were like if you were a freed slave, you could just flat out put a message in there that's like so and so made it to Boston. Find me here. <coughs> And like, if you were a freed slave, you could read the fight and they didn't give a fuck, you know, and, uh, I'm sure they would conceal it and hide it a little bit with what they said. But if you knew what to look for, you could see it in this newspaper. And the goal was to publish it in New York, spread it everywhere they could. And to, that would spread the thoughts of ending slavery and would also give a lot of slaves a voice. Um, people like Harriet Tubman, and Frederick Douglass would write articles that would go in this newspaper. But this guy, uh, Sidney Howard Gay, was uh, um, an editor for that newspaper, and he um, would hide slaves in his home who were on the run while he worked for the newspaper. And he he kept very detailed. Uh, I have detailed files. He kept he kept <laughs> seamless. He kept uh, detailed records. <laughs> what is that from? Terminator Two. Yeah. <laughs> detailed files. I don't I have, remember that. I have detailed uh, files. What does that seem like? What's it? Oh, it's because he's talking about who he's looking it for. It happens twice, actually. It's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, because they're trying to find. They're trying to blow the hand or whatever. Yeah. They're trying to find where it is and and who's doing the creation. And they ask if he knows anything, and he says, "I have detailed files of the creation." You know, and what's, they said, "Well, the, who, who specific? Do you know the address of uh, Miles Dyson?" And he just turns and grins and says, "I have detailed files." 
Miles Dyson scene where he dies, like the breathing, it's like great. it's so good, dude. That it's scene is so good. Like, guys, like that that acting alone, that you whole got movie a word is for that. so yeah. fucking good, dude. T two <laughs> is like one of the best action films ever. Yeah, so good. And he just stops breathing and yeah. it fucking blows the place up. So good. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um. But you know yeah. So you know it doesn't spoil hmm. things if you put in my uh, Harriet uh, Tupperware line <laughs> that I'm gonna start. That's, I like that. Sounds gay. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's good. Harriet yeah. Tupperware. You'd have to be a purpose like to buy that. Tupperware. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> you could do it on purpose. <laughs> we should start a committee about so, it. Yeah. So this guy, between 1855 and 1856, they found one book of his because he kept records the whole over years and years when he was doing this. Every time someone would end up in his house, he was a journalist and he was curious and he would just talk to him and get to know him while they were hiding out in mm. his house. And then he would keep a record. So what he brings would be you like, here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he would be like, this is their name. These yeah. are their children. This is what they went through. Um, this is, you know, Aquarius. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He kept detailed files. He kept detailed files. And uh, in, in the 1856, 1855, 1856, he helped 200 people um, come through his house. Good. And that was the one book one that they've reserved that's of like, his. Fuck, that's every other day someone's yeah. fucking rolling through. Fuck and yeah, it is. And, and you have to that's figure, heat, like, dude, how you keep came through as yeah. a group. You and know you have I mean? to figure oh, if you were. Could have been bursts of 10 yeah. or something. Could have been. But if you were in the South, that probably wouldn't have happened because it would have been more distributed over a bunch of conductors. Mm -hmm. But once the bottleneck is getting farther, getting up to Detroit, getting up to New York, like there's just a handful of people handling everybody. You know what I, I mean? I like to think he wore an orchestra conductor outfit instead, not the train one. Mm, I like that. Yeah, go that way. Wand, like he did yeah, a little thing. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, they said that uh, he um, like records of him and one other person who did a similar thing, have gone a long way to saying what the what the underground railroad was about how it actually worked um how much money it would have cost all this kind of stuff uh but yeah he was he was another one but there's just i mean i have pages of that we're, i'm not even going to go into of just individuals that did this and did that and just like a single mention here a single mention there but was tough, just, though, there's really not good documentaries on this you would think there was there was like a pbs one yeah you would think there was there's a william uh, william still one there's harriet tubman there's like their little separate breakouts like you're saying a little bit but there wasn't like as a whole a great documentary just there was about a, on event. prime yeah on prime they had a seven minute documentary i was like what the fuck, the is, fuck this is this shit? what is this seven, it's like contains interviews i was like what interviews could this i didn't even watch it though i was finishing up the pbs one and i was like right. seven minutes how could it have any interviews like yes or no fucking they question quick. interviews very right. quick right so quick shout out for history nerds who want to read more about it um, some of the big slave narratives that are written by actual slaves who were freed or escaped and then either learned to write or dictated their story to someone else. There's two of them from Frederick Douglass called Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass and then the other one called My Bondage and My Freedom. There's another one called Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl. Uh, the Interesting Narrative of the Life of Alauda Equiano. I've read all of these. Um, and then the one I didn't read was 12 Years a Slave which was made into the movie that won the Academy Award and all that stuff. And then there's a fictional one that gets a lot of heat, which is called Clitel or the President's Daughter, which in 1853, a guy wrote a story based on a rumor that one of Thomas Jefferson's uh, slaves was his own daughter. 
And I believe wrote, that. Yeah, that was wrote a thing. A, yeah. Well, he wrote a fictional story about it. Yeah. And got all this heat and people were like, how dare you fucking talk about Thomas Jefferson and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then it turned out like, yeah, he was right. Like everybody kind of knew had his own. Yep. You know, I, so. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson was sleeping right. with slaves. Yeah, like for sure. Was, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. so, but if you want to read some slave narratives, if you're a big history buff or, or you're into it, those are some of the ones that I would say uh, to to go to. So. If you don't have a lot of time, Prime has a seven minute documentary. <laughs> yeah, sums it up, yeah. complete with interviews, interviews, yeah, yeah. interviews, yeah. yeah, interviews and everything. Yeah. It's just super speed. It's 21 minutes done in triple. Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, uh, episode That's... 556 social media winner for the Patty Hearst episode is going to be Mark Motherfucking Jones. Uh, who is Mark W. Jones 212 um, on Facebook? That's Yay. Cool. Interacting on Facebook. Why is that a weird <laughs> handle on Facebook, though? That's weird. You know, usually it's just your name. Yeah, it's because he's gay. Mm, mm, maybe. Doesn't matter. They're still getting a t shirt. I thought you said yay. Yay? Did I? First time. No. Oh. Second time he did not. No. Clearly. I didn't both times. So, uh, Frankie Pigeon's going to reach out to you, get your shirt size and personal information. Yep. You know Make what size sure it is? Give that freely. You know what size what? he is? What? Gay. Stupid. Yeah. He wears a V-neck. Mm-hmm. And a fedora, for sure. Yeah. All right. No, hey, Mark, hey. Mark Jones might be cool. It's like Mike Jones, but is that cool? I don't know what the kids like these days. I don't know. You know what they like? Gay. Stupid. <laughs> keep why are you? Why are I don't know. I, I don't, keep I have going no back idea. to it. I keep, keep going, going back for more. Come on. <laughs> Stop talking to me. Come on. <laughs> so, you know why? You know why you keep I do know why. I do. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it back. And he's just like, that's too. No, that's not cool, bro. It's not cool. I'm so fucked up right now. Um, also, we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com and check out cool podcasts like the Gen X Point of View and Graveyard Tales at podbelly.com. Also, check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Uh, every week we give away a hot sack. Um, all you got to do is just participate on social media, post something you made with El Yucateco, even just comment on one of the posts that we posted of El Yucateco. Um, anything really. Just make an effort, people. Come on. I think we had like fucking three comments on our hot sack this time bastards i had some good stuff in reddit yeah i, mean, I, that I did it's just a shift i did reddit, screen maybe? captures on reddit mm-hmm. this week except the the so give us some love so go over to the little girl yeah. loving the techo trumped mm-hmm. the other one so and go over to uh elio Kateko social media and leave a genuine comment and tag us that not that, that it trumped it there. i just I, that's when I, we both saw i saw that too you know I, was, I, mean? I was gonna like reach we, out we outside of the hot sack and just offer them a shirt like right i just didn't have time yet right um, so check out you take a hot sauce. Also go to printdirtcheap.com and check out uh, printed goods, stickers and whatnot. Um, they are invincible. They last forever and they make all kinds of printed goods. Just go check out their website. Um, if you have a business or a band or a podcast or any reason for printed goods, go check it out and you can save some money by using code sofa King podcast when you get over there to do it. Um, Jimmy D's teas is another one of our sponsors. He just made some sweet uh, bandanas and uh, our top patrons should be receiving those and posting them. I haven't seen one yet, uh, but check those out and check out other stuff that Jimmy D has over at jimmydstees.com. Thank you to him. Um, also, I shipped out a bunch of decanters, a bunch of new Patreon stuff. We got new merch in the store. Um, Nicole Smith Bosch made a new design that's a pyramid UFO, cool logo, and it comes on fucking shirts and backpacks yeah. and blankets <clears throat> and all kinds of stuff. So check that out um, at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, also, uh, check out SKR Apparel. That's S U I K E R Apparel.com. Super cool stuff. More designs by Nicole over there. Um, check out Retro Vague. Um, at retrovague.com if you're into 80s stuff go check that out also check out mindframe podcast if you've been listening along we are all the way on to chapter 16 this week it just came out on monday um and it is my favorite chapter it's a josephine chapter my favorite character 
Um, it's really good. If you haven't listened yet, you should jump back to the beginning. Don't do not start in the middle and uh, and listen through. Um, if you have some quiet time, yes. Because if you don't, it's one of those things where you're gonna like mm-hmm. be like, wait, what happened? You gotta listen. Might have to take notes. It's like Who, that. Who's a what now? Who's a what? Check that out. Also, check out Brewing the Ninety Nine podcast. That's Brad's Magic the Gathering podcast. Yay! <laughs> Go check that out. Self-professed over there. Um, and I think they shipped me my uh, Bob Ross lands that I bought. Lands. <clears throat> Brad's yeah, not listening. Care. He's on his phone. He doesn't care. I'm reading stuff. What did Dave just say to you? Though? What did Dave say to you though? He said something about my podcast. <laughs> not really no. no Brad's studying for the next episode right now yeah alright it's your turn actually bro now you gotta wake up it's time for you to talk <clears throat> trying to find something hold on clearly no um, uh, uh, I don't, our no, school I, member of the month sent us something I oh I see to, what's I going on there back yeah. up. so uh, in, in the in the name of love uh, this will be released just days Rogers. after in the name um, of love Rogers. days after um um, what is it? Valentine's Day. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, where everybody's po- professed their love of their other half mm-hmm. on Facebook and of all their, the social medias. Yeah, their quato of their, their master blaster. Their yeah. quanta- quantanto. Um, uh, Blake had sent us a, a poem, if you will. Um, so I'm going to read it. Okay. okay. So uh, I've grown increasingly needy, and that's so unlike me. Usually it's the boy that winds up needing me. And here you've got me, hook, line, and sinker. He's, he fishes. Um, Take out your wiener and put it in my stinker. No, all I can do is linger around, your, linger around in your orbit. My brain gets going when I hear your name. I start obsessing and stressing and addressing you in my mind. I start wondering, wondering when you'll get here already and wondering why you go to bed early sometimes. Wondering... If this is what you expected, wondering how to keep you interested, Joe, I'm not willing to ever let you go. I feel like a serial killer in love. I just want to make you into a skin coat. And here I was trying not to scare you away. Oh well, it's not like you could go anywhere anyway. I've got land in the mountains and enough rope to bind you. It's unlikely that anyone could possibly find you. You shouldn't scream or I'll tape that pretty mouth of yours shut and don't struggle because the chloroform here packs quite a punch oh don't worry silly it's not like i'd kill you unless of course you decide to run away one day it's a really long poem bro it really is (laughs) but you love me too much right (laughs) to try and escape i digress the point is i'm amazed that i need you this much like a needle and it's junky, like a pimp, and it's and his money. Monkey would it be a better run? Yeah. That stinker thing I said I hope, better too. I hope monkey. that you want me the way I want you. I'd be elated if you said you'd clobber me in the head and stash me away in some secret prison room. Please <laughs> promise. Said, I, I picked a fucked up time to join the live. What is that? <laughs> Please promise you'd kidnap me. In the creepiest way, one could possibly say, I love you. I love you so much that I could cut you up into pieces and eat you as meatloaf while you're wearing, while I'm wearing you as a skin coat. And it goes by his poet name of Belle Violet. Oh, okay. I'm glad the person got credit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Blake Stubbs. Yeah, Blake yeah. Stubbs. Yeah. AKA so, Belle, Belle Violet. Violet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's all we know about him, really. <laughs> 
if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King podcast. You can post pictures <laughs> of your El Yucateco there and uh, find other uh, jewels of stories and things like that about uh, things you're interested in and things you might not be interested in. Uh, all the social medias, we are at Sulfur King Podcast. Sulfur King. Sulfur King. <laughs> you ever Kings. had Sulfur King? We are the Sulfur Kings. <laughs> ah, we smell like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Sulfur King. Give me oh. that. Oh, Sulfur. Wow. <laughs> oh, Check man. this shit out, man. We sell pimp jackets. Yeah. Sulfur. Sulfur. <laughs> <laughs> all great ideas. Yeah, they um, are. Yeah, write triggered. it down. Yep. Um, Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brand and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out Elliot Teco underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Tees. And don't forget to check out Pot Belly. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. The Sofa King Podcast playlist is on Spotify uh, under Sofa King Podcast 2021. And the old ones are 2020. And I don't know. You can just search them. Uh, Patreon.com black slash Sofa King Podcast. Support the show. And that's pretty much it. I'll be retarded. I'm super fly, super duper fly, super duper fly. Me, I'm super fly, super duper fly, super duper fly. Me, I'm super fly, super duper fly, super duper fly. Me, I'm super fly. When the rain hits my window, I take it. Me, some me and Timberland, we sing a dangle. We so tight that you get our styles tangled. Sway your dosi do like you loco. Can we get naked night like Coco? So so. You wanna play with my yo yo? I smoke my on the D lo. the keys to the jeep i'm driving to the beach top down loud sound see my peace give them pounds now look who it be it be me 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 and timothy look like it's about to rain what a shame i got the armor or the shine up the same old missy try to maintain i can't stand the rain Feel the wind. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine, ten. Begin. I sit on heels like Loren until the rain starts coming down pouring on the chair. I got my umbrella. My finger waves these days. They fall like humpy, chumpy. I break up with him before he dump, dump. They have me, yes, you lucky, yes, you lucky.
It's my window, I can't stand the 